Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. You can check out my site, myersdetox.com, where we talk about everything related to heavy metal and chemical detoxification and topics surrounding that that can support that process and alternative health as well. But today, we are talking about something really, really interesting. I love this show. I love the guest, David Router. We're talking about energy vampires and how to detox them from your life to feel better, happier, experience joy, feel more confident, feel more secure, less anxiety. A lot happens when we have a lot of people sucking on our energy, sucking our lifeblood out of us. And uh, we, you know, some people have done that in, in our lives. We're energy vampires now, or we have energy vampires that we're dealing with that are really preventing us from becoming our best selves or fulfilling our our destiny and our purpose. And David explains exactly how, how to spot an energy vampire and the different types of energy vampires, which is really interesting, and how to release them from your life in how to work with energy properly. Because it really boils down to yourself, to what you're doing in your life. You're allowing these people in and uh, to a certain degree, uh, he talks about how to really get in touch with yourself and your intuition so that you can spot energy vampires and release them. And, and really, the results can be really incredible once you do that. Um, but so we'll talk about that in depth. Uh, but I know a lot of you guys listening are concerned about heavy metal toxicity and your chemical load, like how many. You know, what's my body burden of toxins? Do I need to be concerned? What should I do? What kind of testing should I do? Uh, so I created a quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com. You can go there, take it. it, takes two minutes. And after that, you'll get all these answers to your frequently asked questions about detox and heavy metal detox. And we talk about it in this free video series after you get your results all different types of topics, like where do you start? How do you begin a detox? What's the best type of testing? What kind of supplements do you need to detox? And just all these different questions are answered so that you can begin your detox journey and know that you're doing it right. So go check it out at heavymetalsquiz.com. Our guest today, David Router, um, he's a functional consciousness energy instructor and visionary author. For more than 30 years, internationally recognized Australian native David Router has shared his exceptional gifts and insights in the world of subtle energy and functional consciousness. Considered a master conscious energy coach and healer's healer by those who've experienced his work, David has created a series of functional conscious exercises called reflective body mechanics. And David is able to see energy, which enables him to guide participants to connect and activate their subconscious to release embedded patterns of behavior, which have restricted their ability to change life patterns. Once released, they're able to reconnect and open functional consciousness into their everyday life, which enables them to experience a stronger intuition and more productive, calm life. This also results in their ability to protect themselves from unhealthy relationships and attract healthy, supportive relationships. David is dedicated to helping others lead more self-fulfilled lives and to reconnect with the deepest core of their being through the systems and of exercises that he has developed. 
and through workshops and individual or group sessions, he's helped countless individuals heal from the effects of psycho-emotional, spiritual, and physical trauma, and to regain the ability to lead their lives with inner peace and clarity. You can learn more about David Router and his work at davidrouter.com. David, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting me. I'm, gr- I'm really glad to be here. We always have a good time. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to talk about energy vampires today, which I thought is a really interesting subject in something that's very, very draining to people, and they need to bring this awareness into their into their thoughts and how they engage with people in the world. So tell us, what is an energy vampire? First of all, um, as we start to think about energy vampires, people are probably a little bit attuned to it, but probably they just don't think about it because everybody's fairly highly sensitive. But what we need to do is actually be aware that there's a lot of situations where people are coming up to us and in a way they're asking us to be responsible for them. So, or a lot of vampires like to dump as well, you know, they, while they suck information from us, they, if you, you've also got to go into all your feelings and emotions because they're the ones that can really um, dictate how somebody is really sucking on your energy, also sucking on your consciousness, okay? It's not just your energy. They also suck on your well-being and they suck on your life or how you do things or Actually, they can even suck on the wealth of you, if you like. They, I've had a lot of clients who they just suck the um, all financial uh, responsibility for themselves, basically for you. They want you to be responsible for their, for their finances. And there's so many different ways. And it, once you start to clear it up, everyone's really surprised and everyone thinks, wow, I didn't even really notice that I was doing that or... It's really where you're allowing people to do it because as our energy moves, we stop people being able to suck on us, really. Yeah. And, as, and this is something you've actually experienced yourself in a couple of little areas that I worked with you, Wendy. Yes. You had, a couple of, you had a couple of little energy vampires on you here, there, and everywhere when I met you. And um, once we cleared them up, wow a lot of things just really change. And I mean, for me, it's actually good fun to be able to help somebody and then see those um, changes in somebody's life because it's just really um, good to see that all I want is to people to get the most out of their life. That's all I'm about. Yeah. And I've worked with you for a couple of years, actually a little more than a couple of years now. And uh, you've helped me tremendously in in many different areas, personally, with uh, my business and, and whatnot. And part of that is recognizing where people are sucking you or sucking your energy or, you know, our energy vampires in your life, and and where you're allowing them uh, to do that. Um, but also working with energy, uh, working in that energetic sphere, and kind of taking responsibility for your energy and seeing where you can optimize your energy, so to speak. Um, but let's talk about what are some of the signs of energy vampires? I think some people know they have, you know, maybe in a relationship where they just feel drained all the time. 
I certainly had a, you know, a business partnership where I just felt constantly drained by that and I had to let it go and it was very difficult. Or we have a, a significant partner or a friend and maybe don't feel very good after they're being in their presence. Can you talk about that and some of the signs of energy vampires? Sure. I think one of the biggest things we focus on everybody else and we focus on everybody's emotions and feelings and in a way we scan everybody else because that's how when we meet someone for the very first time we're aware of what they're like how they do it but after we become accustomed to somebody we de we de totally detune that and it's like well, we know you now. We know all the different little intricacies that you have and we know all the crap that you come out with and whatever. So we don't, in a way, I guess we get lazy sometimes, yeah? Or you habituate. You habituate to being drained. We do. And we be, we just, we, intrin we intrinsically know what that person's like. So we just think, oh, yeah, well, that's just them, whatever. But the thing is, we we try to be responsible for our own life and our own actions. But the thing is when your, your emotions sometimes after the fact are when you're really going to pick up that someone is sucking off you because you'll feel a little bit annoyed and it may not even be annoyed with somebody else. It could be where you're annoyed with yourself and, and you get a little bit peed off with exactly what's going on in your life. And they should be all signs exactly that you're possibly losing a lot of your, the greater part of your life in some little specific area. Because it's basically where people are being lazy and they're saying, I can't be bothered to do this. I want you to do it for me. I think it's, it's really, really important sometimes that we should actually consider how it's almost go back into retrospect and do a little bit of a stock check on how or a reconciliation of how we've done in our day sometimes or what's actually going on in our life because sometimes we really are more concerned with what's going on and we and let's face it we're all pretty damn busy these days we're so busy just trying to do something and then we're also busy sometimes trying to relax but when we try to relax, sometimes we just sit in front of the TV to try and just get a little bit of um, quiet time, if you like, or just de-stress. It's just, oh, I, just want, I just want a little bit of fun time or something, you know. But sometimes if you can just be quiet, even when you go to bed, is probably the best time. And to get a little bit more perspective of what actually is going on, um, the best thing you can do is actually just – clasp your hands like this, just put them on your chest. And what happens is as you close your eyes, you're going to get more of a um, perspective of you. So if you just lie there and if you're used to meditating, automatically your energy will go straight back into yourself. And as you're just lying there and you just do a little bit of a, um, a re basically go back what you've done during the day or find just think about where things have been going in your day, what's worked well or what hasn't worked well, automatically you're going to get a little bit of a summary because what you're doing is as you scan yourself, your body holds a lot of the imprints 
of what actually is going on in the day. So you can actually get a little bit of a, um, a backlash sometimes. So if all of a sudden you were getting a little bit angry, it's like, hmm, where did that come from? Why am I angry? Who's been sucking on me? But, I mean, a lot of people are very aware that <laughs> that's going on because we're all a lot more highly sensitive than everybody probably thinks. But you've got to give your yourself some um, credit for being highly sensitive. And, and because we are highly sensitive, we don't want to turn it off because we might think that we're vulnerable because we're highly sensitive. I mean, that's giving us vital information, and we should be able to use it. Don't think, oh, I'm being over um, oversensitive to certain things, or, or we think that it's like we're being overreactive but sometimes, because that's why we do become overreactive, because we aren't listening enough to our higher senses, yeah, of where we're becoming. Somebody's just sucking on us, and we can't fulfill certain areas of our life. Yeah, I, I certainly felt that way. I had a business partner that I felt was really holding me back a lot. And 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 also, I just was having to work. I was working seven days a week. I felt drained all the time. I felt unhappy. And I knew, and I, I was allowing it to happen. I knew it was happening, but I just had to reach a point where I took responsibility and made changes. Because there's some people, you know, they're kind of energy vampires, but you keep them around for various reasons. And and other people, you have to let them go and you have to sit still and listen to yourself as to what's the right decision for you. Yeah, but that changed a lot as soon as you found out how to use your energy, Wendy, didn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you found out how to use your energy for you, it takes on a lot of different perspectives. And then you see a lot of different things that are going on that before sometimes you don't even recognize or you think that that's a problem, but actually, hey, the problem's over here. And we didn't realize it. And then as soon as we change it, things move very quickly. Um, I'm really surprised at how quickly it changes for some people. Um, I just helped a friend a, a while ago and she rang up the other day. She couldn't believe that, you know, how quickly her, her um, business has taken off. And I won't say what business she is, but her sales have just basically, <laughs> they're quadrupled. <laughs> yeah, now when you, I, when you also, you harness your energy and you're more aware of it and you're using it properly, you just attract the right people or the right energy or aura to you as well. And I mean, and for me, I mean, since I've been working with you, a lot of changes have happened in my life. Very, very positive. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And I attribute that in part to working with you and helping to just take control and harness my energy, if you will, and get rid of people in my life that I just, I can't, just, it wasn't working. We just weren't on the same wavelength or vibration or frequency or whatever. And some people, you just have to let them go as painful as it may be. That's true. And one of the biggest things with um, energy vampires is they... Cut your, they cut your energy in lots of places sometimes. So it's like they're the only vital ones who need to be in your life. But the thing is, once we find and we, we use our own energy, one, you do become a heck of a lot happier. I mean, if you're not, it's just because you're so quiet and you can listen to yourself 
and you don't have all this clutter going on in your head. So you can listen and you can feel what's actually going on. So the other thing is we aren't also in a way, and I mean, everyone's plagued with loneliness these days, yeah? And that's, I mean, often we're going to feel very, very um, lonely when we've got a lot of these um, energy vampires on us because they're just sucking the guts out of us, so to speak. But they're splitting all our personal messages, which sometimes we'll feel very, very lonely and and, and um, unhappy because we can't get our own personal messages then because they're sucking the guts out of us, so to speak. So we don't focus on ourselves and we have to be able to focus on our self-love, get our own messages. Then we can actually also do something that um, a lot of we don't consider also for our wellness um, for is and our mindfulness and our actual how our life works and and that's a, actually how our consciousness works because our consciousness is one of the largest things that allows us to just be in the place at the right time so our energy and our consciousness basically work um, at the same time okay but when you have um, somebody sucking the guts out of you, everything ends up all fragmented all over the place. So nothing, thing, no, things don't work simultaneously, which means that we don't have synchronicity in our life. Yeah. So as you experience, a lot of synchronicity comes back into your life. And all of a sudden, there's a lot of things and there's a lot of opportunities and this is happening and that's happening. And it becomes really, I mean, I get a lot of joy out of seeing people's lives come back together and then this is happening and that's happening. And and especially for mothers of the home, it adds a lot of um, extra dimensions because the best thing that happens when you don't have the energy vampires is that communication happens and that all of a sudden a lot of mothers find that the communication in their, their homes becomes a heck of a lot more important and and everybody wants to talk. And it's often funny when I've noticed this basically in my own home, it's where kids kids will come over and they would have been talking to my stepson, but then they'll end up talking to Lilla for ages because basically her energy says, I want to have a conversation. And sometimes they're ages before they even go on up and talking to all their mates, you know, because all of a sudden, once you start to use it, it helps other people also find, get this personal self messages. And then all of a sudden, it's like they're becoming a little bit happier, even while they're talking to you. So what you're doing is you're not actually um, allowing them to suck. You're telling them, hey, you've got to use your own energy. Mm-hmm. You've got to use your own consciousness. So in, you actually change. So sometimes the vampires actually rehabilitate. Oh, interesting, interesting, yeah. So, and if they're not going to rehabilitate, they find that they can't, because the thing is, you're not allowing them to suck on you now. So then they, sometimes it's quite funny because they'll get very confused. It's like, hang on, you're not giving me what I want. And some of them are going to get a little bit angry because you're not taking, you're actually making them be responsible now. Yeah, or a lot angry. <laughs> yeah, or, or a lot angry yeah. in some cases. Because you're especially financially, you know. Sometimes you because 
we're not enabling as well. The biggest thing is we've got to make sure that we aren't an enabler. So instead of give and take, as soon as you start to use your energy properly, we basically share. So you share componentry, but you're not giving. You know, you'll show somebody. It doesn't mean you don't still help people. Yeah, you can still help people, but in a way, what you're doing is you're showing them how to do this, or you're showing them how to do that. Then they're not really sucking on you. You're you're in a, you're showing them how to do things, but you aren't an enabler where you just constantly give give. You become someone who empowers somebody, but you're not an enabler. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's a lot different, isn't it? I mean, you've noticed in um, the way you help your people now, they all have a lot of different dispositions about themselves. Now they become stronger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I I love that concept of when you're kind of rise, you know, raising your frequency or your vibration or your positivity. You can share that and affect other people in a positive way. But also p these energy vampires also kind of get that message, whether they're aware of it or not, and will can fall away where they're just kind of not getting, not getting what they want anymore. So they go away naturally. You don't have to just end it with people. But some people you do have to put your foot down of a very clear boundary and they get really pissed off. They're like, wait a second, I can't take advantage of you. How dare you? You know, I've, I've had one person, I was like, wow. Um, it was just really surprising. So those, those people either move away or the people who are around you, I find you become a lot closer. And I mean, the friends that I have, we can talk about anything. But if someone was doing something I thought wasn't ethical to, or wasn't right, and I've said that to a few friends, the thing is, the ones that I've been very blunt with, they're the friends who I hold, I've held on to for life because they've been equally blunt with myself because it's like if you can't say to somebody that I think you're hurting somebody or you're not acting responsibly, and if they can't take that on board as not a criticism but as a helpful information, then they aren't a true friend, yeah, because you can talk about anything. And I find that you can have a real, a more real conversation and you can talk about anything. It's not like your heart's on your sleeve. It means that you have such a wide variance in values and what actually happens in the world that you can talk about anything. And it, and it, needn't, and it shouldn't really upset anybody because you're just talking about it because you don't want to talk about that because about this or you might upset them. But once, once you find how to use that, your dialogue becomes wider because what happens is, as you said, we raise our frequency, but what we actually do is as we learn to use our energy and our conscious together, we use a greater variance. So the bandwidth becomes incredibly, incredibly wide, which enables us to actually articulate very vast sequences of what is actually going on. And that's, that's what becomes very exciting because as we can find what is really going on instead of, because if we go higher in, often you may have heard, oh, you've got to raise your frequencies. But if you raise your frequencies, you've also got to go deeper. 
but there's also a lot of other things that we have to do simultaneously so that we find um, energetically and through our consciousness what we're capable of because that's the thing. A lot of people, we all realise that, and it took me a long time to realise this because I was helping so many people um, donkey's years ago when I first started this that I didn't realise how much I'd changed. And there was a lot of things that I thought, boy, I wouldn't have been game to do that years ago. I wouldn't have been able to speak in front of, you know, a thousand people and just get up there and talk as if I'm talking to one person, you know. It would have driven me nuts. And now it, after a while you become, you find all these different parts and that's that's another part of it. As you get rid of the energy confrontation that comes at you, you're bringing that energy back to yourself. So it means that you turn on a lot of different aspects of yourself that you are afraid to go into, yeah? And all of a sudden you you wake up so many different parts of you, know, and it's quite exciting to see people change. And because you do remember, if you've had people sucking on your energy, that means that you have less confidence in a lot of different areas. And you're limited. You don't notice a lot of things, yeah. And then, as you then as you don't have that people um, sucking on your confidence on certain areas, it's like. Oh, wow, I didn't notice that. And sometimes it's only in retrospect that we find we have a lot more um, abilities than sometimes what we thought and that we can actually um, bring a lot of different aspects into our life because the wider the bandwidth and the more things that we access, it means that we see a lot of different actions and we notice a lot of the simplest things that we that actually bring joy to our lives because there's a lot of things that just bring us joy because otherwise we become it's like we've got blinkers on and we only see what a few things in life and and then we can become a little bit consumed with some things in life to say oh that's that's just bringing me joy yeah so as we get rid of the vampires all of a sudden we start to see it's not just this in our life that brings us joy. There's a lot of different things. And it's great to be able to get out and enjoy some of the most simplest things in life because sometimes we can become too consumed in certain things and then basically we go within, yeah? We become a little bit um, stuck and cut off from a lot of things. And as we get out and we see a lot of things that, and you want to then actually engage in new conversations, engage with new people and engage in new opportunities and, and have fun because, you know, we're not here very long. Yeah. It shouldn't, it, it shouldn't, we shouldn't be locked away. We should be able to communicate and have a good time, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Have a, yeah. And we, we shouldn't be lonely. We shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be locked away. So... What are some of the things in, you know, in life that can make us more vulnerable to energy vampires? Because I know people that are kind of sensitive or empathic or want to help other people can very much be prone to attracting energy vampires because they're kind of like the perfect match. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> On my website, I have a way of teaching people how to ground. Um, DavidRowder.com, if you'd like to go on there, there's a 
is actually a way to ground. So I teach people how to ground, but it's not just like walking out and um, just walking around the yard and with your bare feet and thinking, oh, yeah, this is good. Because we all sometimes feel a little bit lightheaded, and that's a good <laughs> – that's a really good version that you're not grounded. But what I teach people is active grounding, and it's how you actually move the energy around your body. So as your energy moves, you get – you get messages. It's it's free. You can just go on there. You'll find it. And um, it shows you how to actually move the energy in your body just by grounding as you go deep into the ground because this underneath our feet, there's an energy, if you like. It's, it's more like an energy made up from all different types of lives that are going on. It, 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 and it can just sort of stop us from being able to get in, into what what we really need to, yeah? So what I found is that it, it's the, it's basically the energy that everyone has fear, like coronavirus for the moment, you know, every, it could everyone gets a little bit fearful, but it comes through that energy layer. So what happens is it's the energy layer that holds the fears and, it's always the one that has manipulation and it's where we also react or respond to over negative energy or over positive energy. So over negative energy is where we have a lot of our fears, but over positive energy is where we have all our manipulation and controls and we don't actually realize it. So as soon as we have over positive energy, we tend to often go with it really quickly. We want to play with it. But it's the one that can actually, it's why did I fall for doing that again? Why am I doing this again? And then we think, oh, no, I've done it again, I've done it again. And we aren't aware of it. So what I found is as our energy moves, we are aware of when we're falling into that trap. And some a lot of energy vampires use a lot of over positive energy it's sort of like a big trick what happens is as we ground our energy goes deep into what is basically the neutral energy of the world and it, it just allows our energy to move and as our energy moves we start to get the vital messages that basically tell us what's going on and and guide you and guide you also kind of so you, so you can tap into your intuition tap into your intuition and kind of lead you with the right decision to make, what you need to do, who you need to be around, business decisions, personal decisions. Yeah. And I was just about to say it was going to, I must have worked with you long enough now. You're finishing my sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're exactly right. Because I was about to say, you know, you don't, you turn off, if your energy doesn't move, your intuition turns off. If, you do, if your energy doesn't move, your instinct turns off. And that's when we become oversensitive, not highly sensitive. Yeah. So when we're highly sensitive, we're aware. When we're oversensitive is when we aren't aware and able to change things. So as we move our energy and we get it moving, we get the messages. Our intuition tells us what's happening. Our instincts tell us what we do and don't need because it's just as important not to do a lot of things like don't allow the energy vampire to come and 
stuck office, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, and all those different ways of life. And also we have a lot of bosses who try to almost force you sometimes. So as we learn how to use our energy more easily, you sort of break down that barrier or you find a better job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of both, yeah? Yeah. It also, and if you're a boss, it, it sort of allows you not to be manipulated by that person because some people just really go on your empathy and your sympathy, yeah, or your nurturing points, yeah. So some, but often they really, all they do, they're doing is just they want their own way, yeah. Yeah, and, and I like these exercises that you have, these grounding exercises, because I do them in the morning, and then it's a just a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the evening, ground yourself, and then uh, for me, it just really helped me really tap into my intuition, trust my intuition, feel less stressed, more confident in my decisions, and very excited about where I'm going in my life personally and professionally because I can trust myself now and I know where the answers lie within me. I don't have to stress about making decisions. That's right. And the biggest thing is is our stability, yeah? Like when we're stable, we, we, don't, we know our emotions aren't going up and down. It also means that the cultures that are around us, and I don't mean where you come from or whatever or what your ethnic background, by cultures I mean like we have loads of different cultures in all the different manufacturing plants. We have cultures in every type of business, yeah, or how you do this or how you do that. I mean everything on the net has a certain culture, you know. So sometimes we can get sucked into those and then what they do is they cut us off from a certain perspective, yeah? Or you, it's like, oh, your workmates are more become more important than your family, sort of. So what we need is it holds, as we ground and we use our exercises to basically be neutral, we become not only just more stable, we become more confident in being stable. And we notice that we don't allow people just to push us around. Well, we don't go into things that really aren't going to highlight our life in the end. It might be good for a little while, but then we'll think, oh, man, I stuffed up. It means that we don't make so many dopey decisions. And let's face it, who hasn't made dopey decisions? If you haven't made a dopey decision, you haven't lived or you're not being honest, yeah? <laughs> I mean, we've all done them and we, we all continue, but it, it does help you not make those decisions that, impact us quite so much or we seem to see it quicker before we go down the road when we allow people to manipulate us or we allow them to just say if you do this for me because let's face it all vampires want you to do something for them yeah well can you describe some of the different types of energy vampires as i said the responsibility one is is a big one uh the empathic uh, vampire, they want you to have more empathy for you. And basically, in a way, if you think of every single emotion that you could uh, recognize, right, because I think I listed, what, 20 or 30 ones for you, but I could go into hundreds, really. If you thought of every single emotion that exists, there's basically an energy vampire that comes in for that thing. But in a way, they're either wanting you to take 
from you. Yeah, like respond like someone wants you to be um, responsible for their finance. Someone wants you to be responsible for their emotions. Somebody wants you to be a, and a feelings or and it it just it's just so draining because they want you to figure everything out for them. But really, in the end, they want you to be responsible for them. Yeah, there's some another interesting like thought I just had was that I find that I've had people kind of latch on to me that maybe there's something that they didn't have in their life or have never experienced in their life and they'll kind of latch on to you to try to live vicariously through you like your light or your energy or your talents and maybe they can have just a piece of that if they latch on to you in some way that's also true because if people aren't getting their messages if their energy isn't moving they don't get the messages so you're going to be like a guiding light right you'll be like a big it's like you're the light that draws all the moths so everybody thinks oh wow your life must be so good but so they see some part of your life and they think well if i had that my life would be happy so basically they want they want to suck up what you've got show me how or why you're so happy really in the end everybody thinks that you're happy or or that you've got a whole load of wealth so you must be happier but that doesn't always <laughs> the translate. two days don't always translate. Yeah, no? yeah. Because I've helped everybody from um, you know billionaires down to to people who've got nothing. So it's it's more of having you know being able to use what you have. So I think the the empathy and the sympathy vampires are the ones that we don't realise because often they're very meek and mellow and the meeker the vampire the more the more easily we give in but then there's also like the gregarious vampire who always pretends they're happy and has everything oh everything's working out for me life's great blah 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 and as soon as they get home it's like oh, why she got this why she got that and then they'll ring you up and say oh can you help me with this can you help me with that you seem to be really confident in this area. You really seem to know what you're doing there. So it's one thing to help or show people, but you just got to make sure that they're not just sucking the life out of you as well. Because, example, a friend of mine who's a stockbroker, so he had these other friends who wanted, who all were the same. They all want, well, can you help me show? And so he helped a few just because he felt sorry for a couple of people, you know, and, he wanted to give them a bit more financial stability, but in the end, they didn't even listen to what he was trying to help them with because they wanted him to do everything for them. But you can't be totally responsible for somebody, you know. You've Everyone has to be responsible for that area, you know, and I think that's a big thing. So just look at where someone's sucking you. And, I mean, even relationships. I mean, relationships are a hard part and sometimes relieve in realizing that some people are only there for the good times. Yeah. It's never, oh, you had a hard time doing something. And then it's really interesting who steps up when, um, when something bad really happens. Yeah. They're the people who you can really rely on or people who, you know, they're not there just to suck the guts out of you. I think, 
I think that's a that's a really good lesson and, and always look at who helped you when the times were hard because we've all had hard times and you know a lot of crap happens you know yeah and I think it's also interesting how when you're you know around an energy vampire you can feel kind of anxious all the time like you have you constantly kind of have this underlying sense of anxiety even if you're not aware of it 100% because you know, this is the result of, you know, you taking on these people's feelings and emotions, and then thinking that they're your thoughts and emotions, which I think I always was a really good. Yeah, and that was just a really interesting concept. Um, because you always think that everything you're thinking and your emotions are yours. And then when you realize other people are sending you all these messages, and that you can't you have the ability to block these out that uh, it's really kind of uh, consoling in a certain way and stress relieving that you can block these out and then you realize that your thoughts and everything are really your intuition. And that's one thing that you help people do. You help people kind of block out everyone else's messages or the negative or they're trying to manipulate you, block that out so that you're just, you're just able to own you and, and be intuitive in, in for yourself to help yourself going back to that i wasn't going to get too technical today but <laughs> you've sort of opened a can of worms there and and it does really happen because our energy system is a lot more larger than what people think and it's also one of the biggest factors that i found is and it's and it's a strange one is that our energy when we have a lot of um, trauma our energy actually goes deep within. We sort of suck it all in. But it can also split so that we actually have energy of ourselves sitting outside us. And it's pretty strange for people to, when you just show them how much energy of themselves is actually sitting outside due to trauma, and it doesn't take a lot. Um, just a little bit of stress sometimes and certain things fall away. And... Um, when I show people how much of their energy is actually sitting outside, it also means that it's very easy for you to suck up the messages, the feelings, the emotions, and everything that's going on in other people's lives. And as you said, you can feel like that's actually going on in your life and then you have anxiety even when you're around that person. But if you know how to um, bring all this energy back into yourself, it doesn't it doesn't become a problem because, I mean, it was very weird for me when I found it and and I and I looked at some friends and um, they came to the front door and I thought, whoa! <laughs> all I could see was all this energy of themselves sitting outside themselves, and I knew it. when I could see the energy of people just sitting outside them, I thought, whoa! That shouldn't be there. <laughs> and then, I mean, this is going back a long, long time, you know. And then I found out how, because I bought mine in, I thought all of a sudden I could see theirs, you know. So as your energy works a lot more efficiently, all of a sudden, wow, I could see all these people's energy and I thought, wow, I better bring that in for them. But as soon as I did, I mean, that's how I ended up on this train of um, – helping people I had I never set out to do it yeah you just kind of <laughs> all of a sudden I started helping people do that and it's like oh wow you're changing our lives 
I mean, that's a very simplistic view of it because there's a lot more to it. But, yeah, as you bring your energy back in, you're not going walking around allowing people to suck off you or basically you take on all their emotions and all their feelings and then you come home and you're just drained and it's just like, ah, oh, that was such a bad day. Yeah, my kind of barometer is how do I feel after I'm with this person or talk to them on the phone? Do I feel uplifted or do I just feel drained? And sometimes people have problems and you're, you know, you have to support them and, you know, whatnot. But if it's like over years and just every time you talk to a person on the phone, they're throwing up on you all of their problems or always asking, have their hand out and nothing offered to you or what have you, just feel drained after being with this person. That's a sign that maybe. Your energy vampire. I mean, are there what are some other types of, of energy vampires? Well, this is a fascinating concept to me. What are some like more common ones? The, the biggest thing is that as we start to use our energy, everyone, it's not just everyone likes to dump energy on you sometimes. So, although we have energy vampires, vampires can actually work in the, in the opposite way, <laughs> and, it, and it sounds strange. They can dump on you so what happens is that if you're if you're working quite happily in in a certain area and you're fairly highly empathic or highly sensitive a lot of people come to you to actually dump so it's like they come up to you and say hi wendy how you doing give you a big hug it's really great to see you blah 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 they'll talk to you for a little while okay i've got rid of all my crap i can go now and off they go. <laughs> it's one of those things that we aren't fully aware of. And sometimes then you think, oh, my God, thank God they're gone. But it's like then you have this residual of like, oh, I feel so tired. I feel so. And I just, it's almost like you're sitting and wow, I've got to have a coffee or whatever because that person when they dump all that crap on you, it also has the same effect as an energy vampire because that energy, you're getting rid of it. You're just basically making sure that you get rid of it so that it ceases to exist. But only trouble is sometimes we can end up dragging it around, you know, all, all this crap from everybody else. Everyone's had a hard day. Oh, and some people are really good at it. You know, they come, they want to come and see you all the time just to drop their crap. That, that used to be me. I'm a professed crap dropper. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, you <laughs> were. Call people up yeah. and oh, my problem with this and my problem with that and yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I just, and it, I would, I knew I was aware of it, but I didn't really know. I thought I was sharing, you know, or I was having an exchange or that's what friends do. But then I realized, you know, I, I have to take responsibility for my own crap. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it's really surprising when I show people and I say, look, we're going to do an exercise now. And it's basically where everybody, it's like someone has come up with a big wet sponge and just gone whack. And after a few years, that component becomes absolutely huge. I mean... Sometimes it can sit 20 to 30 feet around you so that every time, sometimes we don't feel like doing this, oh, just got no enthusiasm to do that. It's because 
these little energy vampires have just dumped on you and then you don't have the energy to get up and do it, do anything yourself. Just makes you really lethargic because one, they could have sucked all the, all the energy out of you because energy, I mean, vampires don't just suck the goodness. I mean, they actually suck energy out of you. Yeah. So you go away and they go away and you feel pretty depleted. And it's like, Oh God, I'm just going to have a lie down. And that's why, because they know how to suck the, some parts out of you. And it's not just emotions, feelings. Sometimes it's actual energy that they suck out of you. you know, they know how to get it. And believe it or not, they do it by being using over-positive energy. Everybody thinks you, 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 you become an energy vampire by being over-negative. No, they do it because they're stealthy, they're sneaky, and they use over-positive energy. And because of that positive connotation, they just come in and, you know, suck the guts out. It's more stealth. I've, been, I've done that. I've been around super, super positive people, and then I, I feel drained afterwards. Because I, I thought I was maybe I was just I had to try to keep up with them or maybe I just wasn't at their level, but in some way I just felt like because in energy terms what happens, um, the left hand side of our body is whatever is our main sex and our right side is obviously our opposite sex. But both sexes of our body have to sort of work equally. So when I find somebody who's quite debilitated in any way, be it physically, emotionally, whatever, the right side of their body is invariably not working really well because when we are in a situation with, say, an energy vampire who we actually know is an energy vampire, subconsciously somewhere we know it, <clears throat> we'll bring a lot of energy from the right side to our left side. And it's just like, back off, I've had enough of your sucking. Just go back. But when they use over-positive energy, they actually know how to suck. They, they actually, in a way, they know how to do the reverse. They can bring the energy from our left to our right and just suck it out. So they know how to, or they know how to build you up so you'll bring all the energy from your right to your left and you build it up, you're very amped up. Having and you're quite excited, and then they'll do like a reverse flush and then go back and then drain it, take it. Or there is another version of where you bring all the energy, they know how to bring the energy from here to here, and they know how to drain it out of you over positively. And then it's like you feel like you need that person all the time and you aren't aware of it. And every time you go back to it, in some way, you're giving to that person. Now, there's a lot of orators who are really good at, at influencing you to cough up loads and loads of money by doing the same thing. <laughs> so that's something that you and I have worked on a lot. You know, we, we don't allow ourselves to be influenced by people who over-motivate us, but really they don't give us anything. And there's a lot of people who over-motivate us, but really they, they, they just take us. They don't, they don't give anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the steps to releasing these energy vampires from our life? So we, we usually are aware when we have them. Um, if not, maybe you have more awareness now of who might be draining you. So what are the next steps to release them? Well, we have a lot of um, steps in our program. And the, fir the first steps are that 
we need to find how to work with our own personal consciousness because our consciousness automatically tells us what is going on in our life. And to do that, one of the first steps that I actually do and when I work with people is <clears throat> when I look at somebody, they're very fragmented, yeah? And this you've almost seen in yourself. <clears throat> so what we do is we bring all the different types of consciousness down through your body and that means that you start to find all the different messages that you're sending out. But we also have a feedback system. And in this feedback system, it's like the missing messages. Now, just it's like just as energy can get pushed out, there's a lot of energy that actually tells us what is going on in our lives that gets pushed out because it's like we didn't want to know about it before or it's like energy vampires have told us they're more important than us so we don't worry about it, okay? So imagine all the feedback systems that tell us what are going on are missing and they just sit actually outside your body. So as soon as you bring them back in, and it's amazing to see, all of a sudden people start to get very quiet, which means that you're not listening to all this crap on the outside. You're just listening to what's going on in your own personal conscious. Now, your conscious is throughout your whole entire body. And as you listen to that, we have one conscious system that basically is like the base of absolutely everything, and that's our spirit conscious. And the spirit conscious is the one that tells us what is actually going on in our body because it goes through all the multiple different types of levels because you can start off on your everyday conscious, your subconscious, and your subliminal conscious, but your spirit conscious tells what's going not working. It'll tell you that you're not getting those messages. You might get a little bit angry for two minutes, but it tells you what is not going on because it's just as important to know what isn't working that is working. So when you find your energy systems working, I mean, it's not that we focus on what isn't working, we, we focus what is working, and then we make sure that we get it working again. As we open up the spirit body, it basically allows you to open up your soul and send the message from your soul to your heart because usually when um, a big problem happens or, you know, we have something really largely debilitating in life, we sort of, in a way, we go back to our heart. Whether we do, we notice it, we can actually do it very unconsciously, yeah? But when we're, we're, we're basically souls soul um, diving, if you like, is we'll go into our heart trying to figure out, oh, why is this going on? It can't be happening to me. But it is. So why? And we try and find those personal messages, yeah? But we can't get them all because we're not getting all the messages. So what we do is we go back to the soul because the soul is the one that sends the messages through to the heart. So we actually have to, it's not, it's got nothing to do with, any type of religion, it's just the way energy works. So we have our own personal soul, but it sort of sits there and we don't usually engage it enough. As we engage the soul, we send all these messages from your soul to your heart and your heart and soul just lock in so that they aren't actually working separately because often 
your heart and soul are actually working like adversaries because we're sending lots of messages to the heart or lots of energy to the soul, and then they split, which means that we don't, we often don't get the messages until we go to sleep. So in the early hours of the morning, when we aren't using a lot of over-physical messages, all of a sudden we get all this, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to fix that now. That's when our intuitional messages come in because the soul and the heart can actually talk and your intuition gets those messages through, as, as does your instinct. So when we use functional consciousness, we bring those two messages together, then all of a sudden you can get those messages any time of the day. And it means that you can react and respond because not to react is a response. Yeah, You can't take responsibility for yourself. So now all of a sudden, instead of um, making a decision way after the fact, because often we figure out after the whole problem is manifest and, oh, it's too late, I've already given away half a million dollars to that person I shouldn't have, yeah, or I've invested a whole lot of time in that person and they're, sleeky, they're sneaky and slimy, I shouldn't have ever invested. Because it's not just money, you know, it's time, it's emotions, it's feelings or oh, no, I've um, invested all my love in that person and he was, and that person wasn't really um, good to start with, yeah? It's why we manifest a lot of different types of relationships over and over again or, oh, no, another needy person. Another, that's just what I need, another needy person, someone who I've got to look after them all the time and this and that and that. And we don't because needy people are vampires, yeah? And we, so what we want is, and what we need is, we need people who are going to be responsible. So, as as we find how to use all these parts of ourselves, we find that we only engage with people who are of the same genre, so to speak. So we find people who are responsible, people people who have good ethics, people who want who want to help you because you're a good person, and it's a mutual. It's more or less a mutual club of people who want to be, who have ethics and have responsibility and, and they want the world to be a better place. It's like we don't care about this and we don't care about that, blah, blah, blah. It's like you're engaging with people who have um, vast responsibilities and it's really interesting because sometimes we've had like, we've, I remember when we used to have like a boys' day. All you girls have girls' days, so we had a boys' day. And, like, it was so vast. It was, like, everybody from accountants to all blue-collar to all different type. you know, people had, you know, you'd never know how much money they had. They, they would never tell you. But everyone is, because you use your consciousness all in the same manner, everybody can actually talk and engage in exactly the same manner and everybody sees a different perspective and everyone sees that, there's a lot of different things going on because you're actually talking with a whole different vocabulary. And that vocabulary is the one that can talk over all genre. And it's the one that can also help you find what is really worthwhile in your life and what's not worthwhile. And that's, and that's probably the biggest thing. So once we get rid of the, um, the energy vampires by engaging in what is you, and that's the biggest thing. We're engaging in your consciousness. 
so that your energy just basically compiles and compiles and compiles and compiles and compiles. And if you think about every time you compile all these different types of information that you weren't receiving, you become incredibly confident. Why? Because you've got the answers and then you don't think, you don't have to go away and think about when you're going to act or when you're going to respond because you've already made a decision because you can make a decision because you have information and that's the biggest thing your energy and consciousness become one and then all of a sudden you can make a conscious decision and think yep i'm happy with that i'm going to make a decision on that and it doesn't mean that you're being um disrespectful for people it's that you're respecting yourself to know that this is what you need and that's why we don't need energy vampires because we're being respectful for ourselves. yeah and if we have other people that we care for we help them and by our energy being more efficient all of a sudden they become more efficient as well they don't necessarily need to do all the exercises that you've done sometimes they won't be as efficient as you but you can help them just simply by being around it's like what they call it, osmosis yes it just basically works doesn't it as you found the people around you everybody starts to engage and everybody thinks it's a large lateral thought process everybody takes on a lot of different information it's not a narrow bandwidth of information we're talking enormous bandwidths of information which means that you see so much different perspectives and you see, then you can see what is good about somebody. You can see what their strengths are, etc., etc. And you can help somebody, you know, here and there, or they can help you. You know, it's a mutual exchange, and it's not that sucky, sucky. It's like it's a sharing uh, version. Yeah, and it feels good and doesn't drain you. Yeah, and as we become more capable, boy, life just trundles on and you know every day is a good day you know yeah well david all i can say is i've just really treasured the time i've had working with you i continue to work with you you know this whole coronavirus thing i was like really really stressed and working with you like you know i was about twice a month the last couple of months <laughs> just to kind of just figure it out and release the stress and should i be worried or not and it just really helped me kind of keep grounded and keep my perspective and, and whatnot and help communicate a, a healthy message to other people about the coronavirus and whatnot. So, I mean, for me, like I said, you've just been really invaluable in helping me with, uh, you know, learning more about myself and, and energy and protecting my energy and uh, improving my life dramatically. And I really encourage anyone listening to, to you know, Learn more about David Router, go to davidrouter.com, R-O-U-T-E-R, -E and try these simple grounding exercises. You And tell us about how to work with you. I know you work with people one-on-one, -on -one, but you have group coaching too. Just for this, um, we're going to do a, um, a small group of people because actually, believe it or not, although you can work on one-on-one -on -one with me, I often find groups of people work better. <laughs> Because everyone sees a strength. Sometimes we don't naturally see a strength in ourselves, right? We think we do, but often we don't. 
we miss a lot of strengths that we have. And it's really fun to see that when people work together, they'll they'll go. Because you can see people working together, yeah? Because we don't do large groups. There's still small groups. There's still intimate, yeah? I try not to work on areas like this more than 10 people. Yeah, I might do hundreds sometimes when I do whole workshops or even a thousand. But in these small intimate groups, you can. it doesn't matter where you work, everybody starts working together because everyone sees certain strengths that somebody has and they think it's a subconsciously on some levels because it's, you're using neutral energy you find how to turn certain strengths of yourself that have been, they're there, but they're not turned on fully. They've just been detuned. Because we all have lots and lots and lots of strengths. You know, there's so many things in life that we have that is, but as we've been detuned, we aren't so confident in that area. But as we, for some reason, when we work with other people, sometimes, and it can be – I've noticed that people have a lot more fun in groups. They're not so serious about it. I mean, that's the big thing about energy work. It it should be fun. It's not serious, serious. We just need to take it like it's a natural progression in life, you know. It's, and people do have a lot of fun when they end up working with it, you know. It's, it's not like um, going to a yoga class where you really got to work so hard, hard, hard. It's just, you know, you can enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, you find some stuff that works and some stuff that, stuff that didn't work. And as you find what didn't work, as you turn it back on, it's like, oh, now I'm getting a lot more messages. This is good. And as you see, um, as you've noticed, as you get a lot of messages, you invariably smile. And I liken it to like a, a smile machine gun because you can see and you can feel the smiles coming in out in people because that's basically joy because we get a lot of joy as we get self-messages because you think about it, the less messages we have, the less joy we have in life, yeah? So the more messages we have about ourselves that are important and that are intrinsic, then all of a sudden we turn on and, boy, we're starting to enjoy ourselves again. We're starting to notice that we matter and like, oh, there's some really good stuff here. So that's why I encourage people to, even if you have a big problem, try try a, um, a group class first and then, and then come and see me on a personal matter because you've already got your energy working. But if you do have something that you might feel is slightly embarrassing or whatever, I can always work with you one-on-one and we're... I think we've got 50% off. Oh, I forget what we've got off. We've got $50 off on a one-on-one. But we also have group sessions, which we're going to give you a, a better deal on. But I would encourage people, even if you want to see me on one-on-one, please come and see me in a group because you'll have a little bit more fun and you won't be quite so serious. Yes, there might be something that you want to work on later on. And... Don't worry, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've all worked on some serious stuff, yeah, because I've worked on some pretty intimate problems with a lot of people. But I'd encourage people to just work in a group first, get your energy moving, find some – because we have a lot of basic energy things, and it doesn't matter if you're going to work with me one-on-one or whatever. We've got to get those moving anyway. So 
I encourage people to work in a group with me, have fun, don't take it too seriously. And what's the people in the group, it's very neutral. Nothing gets sort of shared too much outside that group. You know, everyone is very respectful. I make sure of that because if anyone wasn't respectful, uh, my energy would cut them off. Um, when you know how to use energy, you don't take any crap. <laughs> I definitely noticed that with myself. <laughs> I am I'm very just, I'm done. Because I just, I feel like so much more powerful. Like, and like you said, I feel like so much more confident in my decisions. And I also feel that joy when I wake up. I'm so happy. I'm excited about life. I'm looking forward to the future. I just feel like you've just changed my life so much. And I'm just so grateful to you, David. And like I said, I highly, highly encourage people to learn about your work, work with you. You have a book, Functional Consciousness, um, lots of ways to work with you. So go to davidrouter.com and check out his work. Yeah, check me out and come and have a good time. We'll um, we'll change your life so that you can find um, one, we don't have all those energy vampires. And as I say, you turn on a lot of fine a lot of things on so that you find the strength of yourself that might be just a little bit detuned. We turn it all back on and we find a lot more joys in life and you find that people engage differently and it also, a lot of people find a lot of different um, tools that they use in their everyday life, be it just family. And I have so many tools people work with, um, as, even if you're a CEO or whatever there's lots of highly intuitive um, business people who i've worked with over the years and um, they've all found it beneficial so whatever fantastic yeah like me like me for sure <laughs> and let's face it we sometimes for those people who've got a really intimate problem that they want to help um, there's heaps of those who are help as well so come and say hello yeah well david thanks so much for coming on the show and everyone thank you so much for listening to the Myers Detox Podcast, where we talk about how to detox heavy metals and energy vampires. So thanks for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys next week.